Welcome along, I'm Alan Williams and this is the Alan Williams Podcast. Hello there, welcome to the podcast for the 144th time. Hope you're all having an incredible week out there. It's going to be short and sweet today, guys. We're currently taking in new clients for Elevate. The March intake has just opened up. Registration is open and it is really, really, really busy. So I'm going to keep today's podcast short and sweet. Probably a quick 10, 15 minute episode. I wanted to record one though because I've been quite inconsistent over the last few months. So I kind of thought, you know what? I'm going to jump on and do something, even if it is a short one. Rather than leaving another blank week, I will jump on and I will gain a little bit of consistency. The same as you would if you're trying on a fitness journey to get your food right or your training right being consistency being consistent and showing up is what you need to really just focus on sometimes and bringing it right back to basics so i might not get an hour-long episode in but i'll get what i can so if i can get 10-15 minutes of quality in for you then that is all good from my perspective and um, one thing i wanted to focus on today is just how to motivate people in inverted commas now you guys that listen to the podcast know i'm not a big fan of the word motivation i'm not a big fan of people needing to be motivated all of the time because i always come back to relying on habits and behaviors rather than motivation but i want to give you i suppose a few little tips today that might help you like if you feel somebody does need help with something be that that they are letting their health suffer and they need a little bit of inspiration to actually improve that or it might be in another area of your life you can use some of these tactics and strategies even maybe with your kids or with partners or with people around you so I just want to bring a little bit aware of awareness to what actually inspires people to take action and to create change in their life and what actually is going to encourage them or, or I guess just motivate them I hate that word but there it is again but to motivate them to keep going long term and to keep going moving forward with it so let's just look at a couple of little things first and foremost First thing just to bring awareness to is timing is important. So when somebody does something well, the time to actually praise them and acknowledge that is in that moment. It's not afterwards. It has a much, much stronger impact if we do it at the time where they perform a behavior that is actually aligned with their goal or their healthy habit or whatever it may be. So we need to reinforce that positive behavior and create a feeling in them, that little warm, fuzzy feeling, oh, I've done something well. Any of you that have ever, ever played a sport will be probably familiar with this, where you look at it and you go, well, I've done something really, really well on the pitch there. And in that moment, like it is just, it's a very split second moment. But when you get that praise, it reinforces that was really, really good. I'd love to do that again. And you're inspired to higher levels with your performance. If it is kind of after the game and you're maybe in the changing rooms or it could even be the following day, you're having a team meeting and you get a little bit of praise from the manager or from the coach, it hasn't got the same effect. It's kind of wore off. That feeling that was there in the moment is no longer to the same power, the same strength that it was. So just to reinforce that encouragement and that praise at that moment in time that it happens is really, really important. So you want to get to it as quickly as you can. So when somebody is doing a behavior that's aligned with what it is that they're trying to achieve, that's the time to praise praise the behavior. Always praise the behavior, never even praise the outcome. The behavior is the biggest thing because that's the one thing that we can control. So see like if you have a child, for example, and you're always praising them for winning like it's not the the greatest thing to do because they can't always control if the team wins if they're part of a team they cannot control that what they can control is their behaviors and actions i would always look at praising their behaviors and their actions and that's the same even in an individual sport it's the exact same thing they can't always control if they win all they can control is how they perform and how they perform their daily actions and how they perform on the pitch or in the boxing ring or whatever it is so i'd always look at praising the actions if they do something well that's what you praise that's what you reinforce and that's where the ultimate outcomes are going to be decided because if they can do those things really really well over and over and over they're going to win a lot more times than they lose but if you only praise the end result and the outcome and you're not praising the behaviors they're not really bringing awareness of what's got them there in the first place the behaviors are the most important thing 
So that's just the first thing on that. And just to realise as well, we can we condition each other on how to behave, but I think most of us actually don't really realise that. And this is in our day-to-day lives. So just to give you a quick example here, you know, a, a quick example, I guess, if you are, let's say, ringing your partner, or no, not ringing your partner, let's say you have a really, really busy day and you're not ringing your partner and they were expecting to hear from you and they love hearing from you and they're getting frustrated because you're not ringing as much as you'd like. Now, what's going to happen if they do pick up the phone. So eventually maybe you ring at some point in the day and they pick up the phone and they're like, oh, you bothered to ring. Oh, you're not too busy. And they're being a little bit naggy about it. Well, all that's going to happen is that person is conditioning you not to ring them again because you are then going to associate pain with making that phone call because you know their energy is off. You know you're going to be getting grief for it. You know there might even be like a little dig thrown in or a bit of sarcasm or something like that. So ultimately the phone call that you make you're going to start associating pain with that and that's going to put you off ringing again in the future. So again, think about what you're linking pain and pleasure to. And most people have zero awareness around this whatsoever. We're conditioning each other all the time. So let's say you're the partner, you're, on the, you're, you're the person on the other end of the phone that's making those comments. Maybe person one has been so busy all day, they haven't had a chance to ring you. It's just genuinely not possible for them. And then you're answering the phone and you're giving them shit for it. All you're doing is conditioning them not to call you again. 100%. It's what you're doing. And, you know, this is funny because it, it's getting to know people and what makes them tick and what their needs are. And this is obviously different for all of us as well. But I remember a few years back, I was on a date with this girl and, like, it went okay. And then she was basically saying, like, after a while, oh, she didn't hear from me as much as she would like. And she was saying she's the sort of person that needs somebody texting her all day long pretty much throughout the day like and I'm in my head going absolutely zero chance of that happening because I associate that with pain for me that is pain because I don't have the time I know I am an extremely busy person there's probably not too many busier people in the country than me for me to sit down in the evening and have communication with a partner or with a date or whatever that's enough for me like that's the communication I need that's what keeps my cup filled that's what fulfills me and I probably need somebody who's aligned with that we're at complete odds with each other if this person is saying, I need to like have text conversations all the way throughout the day. There's absolutely zero chance of getting that from me, to be honest. Like there's nobody in the world that ever gets that from me and I don't ever see that changing. So you have to understand like what does your partner need? What does the other person need from you? Um, and obviously what do you need from them as well? Because if I was having constant text communication with somebody throughout the day, to me, that is a link to pain. That I, I link pain with that. I don't link pleasure to it. Now, maybe she might have linked pleasure to it. I would link pain to it. So you've got to understand yourself. You've got to understand those pain and pleasure links. And you've got to understand that we're conditioning each other all the time. So let's go back to the phone call example. Again, you snap at that person when they eventually ring. Now, consider that. Obviously, straight off, that person is going, fuck you, fuck that. I'm not doing this again. Like, it's a natural human response. Consider the opposite of it. If you if you rang and you know like okay I sh- I would have loved to call the person wanted me to call I haven't been able to call I haven't been able to call them as much as I'd like but when they answer the phone they're actually quite understanding and maybe they answer like with delight and energy that you have actually called and you know that feeling when you get on the phone and you, you know somebody's glad to hear from you and it's like that nice vibe it's a nice conversation and they're genuinely telling you, like, I'm glad to speak to you. I'm grateful to speak to you. I, I love hearing from you um, or I missed you or whatever they say to you. But it makes you feel good, right? 
it's a pleasure response. Whereas, like, if we take the, the, the two extremes of it, the first response is, oh, you bothered to call, oh, blah, blah, blah. Of course, it's going to create a pain link. Of course, it's going to create a neg- negative response. On the flip side of that, if you go, okay, you know what? I feel amazing. It feels great to talk to you. It's so good to hear from you. And it's a nice response. What are you going to associate that call with? You're going to associate it with pleasure. And then the next day or the following week or whenever you call them again, you're going, I actually want to speak to them. I really, really enjoyed that call. I want a little bit more of that because now you're linking it to pleasure rather than pain. So very, just being very aware, like if you want to keep people motivated again in inverted commas, it's very much about those responses and the language you use and how you make people feel and realizing that we're all conditioning each other over time. Another little example of this, I don't know if any of you watch The Big Bang Theory. Some of you might know what's coming here. I'm not a massive fan of The Big Bang, to be fair. I have watched it a few times. I might leave it on the background sometimes. But there was one um, there was one example of this where Sheldon was Sheldon was conditioning Penny. Some of you might have seen this. He was basically conditioning her to behave how he wanted her to behave. And yeah, it was done in a jokey way, but it's pretty much what I'm speaking about here. Anytime she like was quiet or brought her her tone down instead of the high-pitched squealing or whatever Sheldon was rewarding her with the chocolate and he was doing it in a way that she didn't even realize what he was doing but every time she behaved in a way that he wanted he offered her a chocolate and then she started doing the things that he wanted because she was behaving in alignment with that so that's it's kind of a little bit of an example of that and I know it's a bit of a funny example or funny analogy but eventually then like she's the behaviors that she was carrying out she's linking to pleasure because he's giving her rewards for it so it's just something worth thinking about and it's not it's not saying to you go and control people's behavior with chocolate or anything like that but all i'm doing is just giving you an example of how these things work and how we do condition each other without even realizing we do so i think the phone example is a really really good one how you respond is going to make the other person feel a certain way so just be conscious of how you are making people feel and I think that's one of the most powerful things we can ever do as humans it's something I'm very conscious of as a coach if I can make people feel better and people want to be around me and people enjoy being around me then it's much much easier for me to work with those people as well we have a much much better relationship and the outcomes for everybody are much much better um so what else did I want to cover today yeah and it's something I suppose I see a lot in work environments and in companies that too where they're kind of ruling through fear and it's fear of punishment that's used as a driver which it might work for a while but ultimately over time people will rebel and they'll get fed up with that and they won't go along with it for for much longer so like again the short term these things can can work long term long term probably not you're better off using the make people feel better about themselves offer rewards and again incentivize people to be the best version of themselves and the best way a great way you can do that actually is helping people with personal development like to keep people motivated and inspired if they can see growth in themselves if they can see themselves learning if they can see the quality of their life improving and if they're actually enjoying that uh, that part of the process and you're helping them to see their potential and you're helping them to feel passionate about other people and about their life and about work that becomes a huge motivator for people because they want more of that because again it feels really really good so uh, me personally i would typically edge towards what makes people feel good rather than driving people into a place of fear which again as i said it it can it can work for a while but people will rebel after a while they will only take so much of that so typically i would say if you can link link things to pleasure more so than than pain that's when people will really start to respond and really start to change their lives um so another thing i will say here is rewarding people yes but it has to become unpredictable over time as well 
because you might see this with the kids where maybe you reward them for eating good healthy foods or something but after a while it just it loses its impact because it starts to be taken for granted so there's a good example of this actually with training dolphins there was a wee study on this so in terms of training dolphins what was happening was when they were training the dolphins they were, were they were rewarding the dolphin for jumping with a fish so every time the dolphin was jumping they were giving it a fish and that worked for a while because the dolphin was then linking the jump to the pleasure response which is getting the fish so there's a direct link to pleasure the dolphin starts to see after a while well if i do the jump for them they're going to give me a fish so therefore there's pleasure from it it's worth doing now after a while the dolphin has figured out every time i jump i get a fish so it kind of doesn't really matter if i put that much effort in so now they're no longer given 100 percent because they know the fish is coming regardless so at that point we've got to change the standards we've got to raise the standards again so now we have to make the dolphin jump higher to get the fish and when they start to jump higher, they're putting in more effort and they're actually kept on their toes again. But again, at a certain point, they're going to go, okay, now I'm reaching the higher levels. I know I'm going to get the fish every time I hit that standard. And again, the effort level might drop. So over time, the reward also has to become unpredictable. So rather than just now giving the dolphin the fish every time it hits the certain height that we wanted to jump, we have to make it more unpredictable to keep them on their toes. I don't know if dolphins have toes, but let's use that phrase anyway, now that I've thrown it in there. So we need to actually just keep them on the toes. So what is happening is instead of rewarding the jump every single time, maybe you're going to reward the fifth jump or maybe you're going to reward the second jump or the fourth jump. It's going to be unpredictable. So the, the dolphin is recognising that the unpredictability of it means that it has to keep its efforts high. It has to keep putting in the work rate rather than just going through the motions and every single time giving it the reward. So that's pretty much my few thoughts on that today, guys. 13 short minutes. I think we've packed a fair bit into that. But just a few thoughts. You know I'm not mad on the word motivation, but just in terms of actually keeping people inspired, keeping them moving forward towards their goals, there's a couple of little psychological tricks that can work quite well. Um, I hope you found something useful in that use it for good don't use it to manipulate people use it for good um but i hope i hope that helps in some way i hope you've enjoyed that and i hope it has been something a little bit different i know but please god it might be a little bit interesting for you as well and a little bit different to maybe some of the usual podcasts that we put out there i'd love your feedback get in touch with me drop me a message on instagram drop me a message on facebook and um, i'd love to hear what you thought of that and as always if anybody wants to share it on their stories that will be really really much appreciated as well and get the word out there for us so i've got some huge news coming for you next week i'm going to keep my mouth shut for the moment but next week there's a big announcement coming keep your eyes and ears peeled and glued and whatever else you do with them and i'll chat to you soon have an incredible week cheers